What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hey, what's going on? Okay, so the video you've all been waiting for. What Qui-Gon thought of Anakin becoming Vader. Now, of course, we haven't seen Qui-Gon yet. And if you're watching this after Kenobi Episode 6 finale, well, hopefully we've seen him because that would be a mistake, I feel like, or an opportunity missed if we don't see or hear him. Now, the thing with, before we get to the video, the thing with seeing him is that that's actually canonically impossible because in the Clone Wars, he actually didn't finish his his full training. Well, I guess before the Clone Wars when he died. He didn't finish his full training with the Wills which we learned of in the Clone Wars. So he was only able to manifest his voice in the Force, but not his actual corporeal form. Until, of course, A New Hope was um, happening, and just before Obi-Wan went to see young Luke, Qui-Gon manifested himself in the real form, in the flesh, so to speak. And that was the first time he had done so. But, of course, that's new canon that's written in, and it's the, you know, from a certain point of view books, which, in my opinion, they're just, like, cute little stories, but... Whatever. Anyways, today we're going to go over what Qui-Gon thought of Anakin becoming Vader. Of course, as you know, Qui-Gon was the one who found Anakin. He was pushing him to be trained at the Jedi Temple, and all of the other Jedi Masters were like, Hmm, too old he is to be trained. You know, they were not a fan of him, and Qui-Gon was upset, and his dying wish was to have Anakin trained because he felt it was the will of the Force. Now, if Qui-Gon had trained Anakin, of course, it would have been a different story, but we're not here to talk about that. So, this comes from the novel Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader. And we have some excerpts to go over here. There are three pages, but of which I'm just going to select a few paragraphs or even sentences. And then we can discuss them and talk about them because it's actually very interesting. It's I, I would love if this happened in the show. You know, if uh, Obi-Wan actually reaches out to Qui-Gon and he answers back and he's like, like, what the hell happened to Anakin? You know, like, what should we do? But anyways, this, if you're picking up from the previous video, which is how Obi-Wan found out Anakin was Vader originally, or that, that Vader was alive originally, then you'll, you'll, you'll be caught up. So this is after that moment. Obi-Wan's freaking out to give you backstory if you haven't watched it, if you're too lazy. He's freaking out. He's like, oh my God, how is Vader alive? And he saw this in a hologram uh, in a cantina just randomly because, you know, well, Vader's a very powerful and popular figure in the empire and it only makes sense that you know the most powerful enforcer of the galaxy is kind of talked about and feared and on the news so to speak so obi-wan saw it he overheard it he oversaw it he freaks out in the cantina he has to leave and he's just freaking out losing it on the streets of mos eisley absolutely losing his mind and he's talking to himself and mumbling to himself and he sees that people are starting to really take notice of him they think he's crazy and so while he's doing this, he has a bit of an inner monologue, and let's go over that, of Anakin. And all these thoughts are running through his mind. He moved in a daze that had little to do with the glare or the heat. As impossible as it seemed, Anakin had survived Mustafar and had resumed the Sith title of Darth Vader. How could Obi-Wan have been so foolish as to bring Luke here, of all worlds? Anakin's homeworld, the grave of his mother, the home of his only family members. Obi-Wan gripped the lightsaber he carried under his robe. Had he driven Anakin deeper into the dark side by abandoning him on Mustafar? Could he face Anakin again? Could he kill him this time? From the far side of the street, he shadowed Owen and Beru as they moved from store to store, stocking up on staples. Should he warn them about Vader? Should he take Luke away from them and hide him on an even more remote world in the Outer Rim? Which I think would have been sweet. I mean, imagine he just like takes him somewhere else, and it's just him, and he's finally training Luke because freaking whiny uncle owen isn't there his fear began to mount 
His and Yoda's hopes for the future dashed, just as the Chosen One had dashed the Jedi's hopes of bringing balance to the Force. Obi-Wan. 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 He came to an abrupt halt. It was a voice he hadn't heard in years, speaking to him not through his ears, but directly into his thoughts. Qui-Gon, he said. Master! Realizing that the locals were quickly going to brand him a madman if they heard him talking to himself, he ducked into the narrow alley between two stores. Master. Darth Vader Anakin. Sorry for my accent, but I'm trying to make it work. He asked after a moment. Yes, although the Anakin you and I knew is imprisoned by the dark side, I was wrong to leave him on Mustafar. I should have made sure he was dead. The Force will determine Anakin's future, Obi-Wan. Luke must not be told that Vader is his father until the time is right. Should I take further steps to hide Luke? The core of Anakin that resides in Vader grasps that Tatooine is the source of nearly everything that causes him pain. Vader will never set foot on Tatooine. If only out of fear of reawakening Anakin. Obi-Wan exhaled in relief. Then my obligation is unchanged. But from what Yoda told me, I know that I have much to learn, Master. You are always that way, Obi-Wan. Qui-Gon's voice faded and Obi-Wan's fears began to dissipate, replaced by renewed expectation. Returning to the dazzling light of Tatooine's twin sons, he caught up with Owen Brew. The rest, you gotta read yourself. This is really cool, you know? He goes on to talk about Anakin being still alive within Vader, and what I really found quite intriguing about this is the fact that Qui-Gon tells Obi-Wan that Vader will never come to Tatooine. Not because he's afraid of Tatooine, afraid of sand, haha, but because he's afraid of reawakening Anakin. That's pretty damn powerful. So it's like Vader's only fear was the fact that he knew, well not only fear, but one of his major fears was, was that he could reawaken the Anakin within him. So it was like, almost like this split personality thing going on. While it was still very much Anakin making those decisions, it was kind of this entity that was Vader that became, well really, Darth Vader. And Anakin was trapped inside, and as we know, he was never fully defeated, he was never fully killed by Vader. This is why in the comics we see those blue butterflies still uh, floating around around Vader when he's meditating. At least that's my perception of it. Could be wrong. And also because we know that if he had fully died, Luke would never have been able to bring him back, you know? So I think that this is really cool and really insightful of Qui-Gon, you know, that Vader would never come to Tatooine because he would be in fear or in jeopardy of reawakening the Anakin inside of him and then who knows what would happen and I think partially you know I remember one one thing George said about I read this in the um, Paul Duncan book Star Wars Archives about why Vader continued to serve the Emperor is that because he had nothing else to do he had nowhere else to go you know what do you do as a Sith Lord now that's you know you're mainly machine and you've lost your wife you lost your friends you betrayed everybody you know where are you going to go the Emperor is the only one who took him in so it's not like you can go work a regular job. And also, he was also trying to find out how to resurrect Padme from the dead, you know? So anyways, um, I would love to see a dialogue with Qui-Gon in the Kenobi show. Now, how I think we're going to get it, I can go over that in another video in depth. But essentially, uh, I'll say it here, is I think Qui-Gon is it's one of two things. He's either going to be really beaten and broken when he goes up against Vader again, and Qui-Gon's gonna need to speak some encouragement and wisdom to him, and it's gonna be a really beautiful moment. Obi-Wan goes through everything, and he comes back to the cave, and he's sort of like a new man. He's like renewed, he's hopeful, and he's found his way again. 
And then Qui-Gon will appear to him and be like, this is what I was waiting for. Your training is complete. This was your training. And the last thing that I found also very interesting is how Qui-Gon tells Obi-Wan that the Force will determine Anakin's future now and that the Anakin that we knew is imprisoned by the dark side. And there's this constant battle and struggle with Obi-Wan where he's wondering, you know, should I have left him on Mustafar? And he's really regretting it and, and doubting it and being like, I shouldn't have left him there. There's... You know, if I had saved him, maybe I could have brought him back. And it's quite possible, you know, if if he had taken him to Polis Massa, I mean, he, he could have saved Anakin. And I made a fan fiction about this, you know, go check it out. You know, what if Obi-Wan took Anakin with him from Mustafar and, and saved him? And I think with the proper technology, I think Anakin would have, you know, as we know, Palpatine gave him literally the worst technology ever just to further him into the dark side and sort of punish him for what he had done by losing to Obi-Wan and sort of foiling all of Palpatine's grand plans that he had for Anakin, kind of like coaxing him to the dark side for so many years. And so I feel like at this point, the Anakin that we see later at the end of Return of the Jedi was definitely imprisoned, and that's what it felt like for Vader too. So once that spell kind of was broken, slowly chipped away at by Luke, who reminded Anakin of, you know, the last thing that is from Padme is Luke Skywalker. Then he was starting to open up a bit. And, and I, I think we saw that when he said, you know, it is too late for me, my son, in Return of the Jedi. Anyways, lovely stuff. I, I love talking about this. I have a real fun time with it. And um, I hope you do too. So let me know what you guys think about Qui-Gon showing up to Obi-Wan. How do you want him to do it? Is there a particular way? Do you care? Do you care if he shows up as a voice or do you want to, do you want to see him? Of course, we all want to see Liam Neeson, but does that break canon? Do we care? We'll see what happens. Hopefully he does show up. Um, hope you enjoyed this video. Catch you on the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always. <laughs>